welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host, Morgan, and here on Just Some Magic, we like to talk about people's most magical moments in the theme parks, and today we have a guest, Skylar. Hi, Skylar. Hi, how are you? I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Of course. I am so excited to have you on, too, and you have a very unique story to share with us today if you want to give us a little teaser of that yeah for sure um i am someone who frequently goes to the parks um so i have the really cool and unique perspective of seeing some really you know high-end people all the time um so i have some really fun stories of meeting some really cool celebrities um at the parks and uh, some ride experiences that I think you guys would really enjoy. So that's what it's going to be about today. I'm excited. Fantastic. I can't he- wait to hear who they are because I don't know. So I'm very excited <laughs> about that. And when you say parks, which parks are you referring to that you go So often? I have a couple. St- so I, I live in California. So I frequently go to Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure. Um, but I also have some stories from Disney World and Hollywood Studios. Yes. Oh, I'm very excited about that. And I found you through a podcast called Dream a Fantastic Dream, which is your podcast that you started. And um, would you like to tell us a little more, more about it? First off, I have to say I love the name. I'm a huge Fantasmic girl awesome. as well. So love it. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I uh, started Dream a Fantastic Dream about three years ago. Um, I have always been really into Disney and the Disney parks. So it's like, I, I want to have a space where I can openly talk about these things that I personally love um, and just share my input. If people are going and want to travel there, some things that I've learned along the way um, and just share some of my favorite experiences that I've gotten to take part in um, and hopefully bring some joy to people's lives who might not be able to go to the parks as much as they'd like to. Oh, that's wonderful. And it's a very similar reason kind of why I started mine is, you know, we're very fortunate people that get to go often and live near a park. And so sharing those experiences with others while they're either waiting for their trip or just kind of dreaming of their once in a lifetime vacation, I think is a really nice thing to do. So I'm right there with you. Um, So we'll get into some questions to get to know you a little bit better. Awesome, for sure. Awesome. So my first question is, why do you love theme parks? I I just love the atmosphere of theme parks. I love going on rides and meeting new people there. I love interacting with the actual employees of Disney because I feel like they're so uplifting and they're just fun. Um, mm-hmm. And they just have so much heart and love into what they're doing. So I love it for that. Um, and I love the shows. I grew up very deeply rooted in musical theater so the fact of like things like phantasmic or happily ever after i i cannot get enough of that oh for sure for sure and when you said uh, you were starting to say like you really enjoy being around and i thought you were going to say characters but the fact that you said yeah. specifically cast members like and i i think you're one of the first people to say that because they do a phenomenal job and you know they you know, someone I, I had another guest on and they basically said there wouldn't be magic without cast members. And oh, I totally no. agree with that. Yeah. And it's really cool because like a lot of my friends work for the theme parks. So when I go there, I'm literally just going to see them and, you know, try to keep their day going as much as I can, because I know how long, you know, their shifts can be, how stressful the situations can be. And I just want to make sure that they're doing good as well you know, putting on all this magic for us. I want to do the same thing for them. That's beautiful. I love that. (laughs) It's really nice seeing a friend working because then, you know, you can give them energy that you would them giving guests that they don't know. So I I think that's wonderful. All right. So my next question is not necessarily your favorite character, but what character do you most identify with that you are the most similar to? This was so hard for me because there's so many (laughs) that I like love and adore. Um, But I I took a bunch of tests and I was so ready for (gasps) this. My um, my Enneagram and all this stuff is so closely rooted to Anakin Skywalker. His overarching like character, um, you know, the leadership role that he takes amongst his friends, uh, the 
I guess like the protection aspect of him I really admire just mm-hmm. being there for people doing anything he can to make sure that the lo- that his loved ones are protected and taken care of that's all I care about Oh, that's wonderful. I love that. (laughs) And uh, speaking of loved ones, um, in your podcast as well, you have your girlfriend, Armida. And I interviewed her yesterday at the time of this recording. And so that's that's awesome. So I wonder if she would agree with Anakin Skywalker as well. So (laughs) yeah, she she was like, no, 100 percent. That's you. I was like, oh, no, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. No worries, no worries. Um, and then my next question is, um, what would be your dream ride to get stuck on? Oh, definitely not. It's a small world. <laughs> um, that would be a lot. So many times I've been stuck on that ride. Um, Rise of the Resistance would be really cool. Just getting stuck on that and then getting evac'd from Rise. I haven't been evac'd off of, like, the actual attraction. I've only been evac'd from the inside. Um, Another ride that would be cool, Haunted Mansion, for sure. Mm -hmm. Love that. A lot of people say that. Um, Or Everest. I think Everest would be really cool, too. Ooh, you're the first person to say that one. Especially, like, at the top where it gets stuck. It's just, I mean, there's so much, like, disney to see from the top of there i'm sure it'd just be really cool mm-hmm. to see um or tower of terror tower of terror would be awesome too oh my goodness i'm yes. a very big um, tower of terror fan i will i will tell you a little story so when i was a cast member during my college program i was very fortunate to do the backstage tour of tower of terror that's and awesome we- we got to ride it with the lights on. We got to go into the control room. We got to walk around the lobby, like outside of the queue. And literally the attention to detail is phenomenal. Oh, and, yeah. Like, and you're, you appreciate Tower of Terror, so you probably have noticed a lot of the detail and stuff. But let me let me share something with you and tell me if you've known this. But on one of the little alcoves, I don't think it's the first one, maybe the second one, by the window, there's like a little uh, table and it looked as if like a husband and wife were sitting at the table mm-hmm. and on, um, you know, her napkin is folded up neatly and placed on the table where the husband's side, it's kind of thrown there. And on her side, on her glass, it has like a lipstick print. Yes. And it's just like people are constantly shuffling through there and yeah. that, that like it's it, it's so good there's so so many little details that they have in that attraction that's just like it's so insane especially like all of the stuff from the old twilight zone uh tv show there's a bunch of props from that as well um that you can find so it's just like i don't know so much deep history is oh for sure all over that attraction and i really respect that all right so my next question is if you could go on any retired disney ride (laughs) Whether you've been on it or not, what would it be and why? This is hard. This is very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, either Lights Motors. No. The Backlot Tour. The Backlot mm-hmm. Tour is very big for me. I love the Backlot Tour. Um, or uh, I'm trying to think of what was in the Chinese theater. Uh, shoot. I'm blanking right now. The Great Movie Ride? The Great Movie Ride. Yes. I don't know why <laughs> I blinked so hard. Yeah. I was oh so gosh. devastated when that left um that was my favorite part of the old hollywood studios uh when that was still there yes um actually the funny that you say that i i can tell you the numbers um but i just had an episode about the great movie ride episode 93 if you want to go listen to that about someone who worked there behind the scenes and can tell you some very cool things and then also i um episode 88 lights motors kindness and i had someone come on again that used to work lights motors action and also the backlot tour a little bit that's awesome Definitely listen to those too, and I'll link those down in the show notes for anybody listening. Um, but yeah, great, great rides. Have you ever done them before? Or I have. I used to. I grew up in Florida, so oh. I lived like I don't know an hour from the park. So I would go every weekend. Um, and Hollywood Studios was my main, like my home park. Uh, mm. So I would always frequent that as much as I could. That's amazing. And yeah. so you did you was your family going as much as you or were they Yeah, going, we like, all had uh we all had passes. Um mm-hmm. we were pass holders for about 10 years. So wow. 
yeah um and then i moved from florida back to california um in 2017 and i've been an an annual pass holder or i guess dream key holder uh for the last five or six years so yeah oh my goodness that's incredible so you're just like it, like, was there ever a time between the two that you didn't hold a, a pass for either? Or were you always having a pass, whether it be for one park or the other? I think the longest time I didn't have one was like a year. <gasps> and that was the hardest oh. year of my life. <laughs> <laughs> was there any particular reason or just uh, were you in college or something? Or? Um, it was just like moving. Um, ah. And they were like, no, probably not the best time. Uh, but we also had Universal passes to kind of combat okay. that. So we would go to Universal instead of Disneyland or Disney World at the time. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot more affordable at Universal, but a lot yeah. different experience for sure. But that is really cool. Um, I'll, I'll say this. When I was moving, I actually had the opposite problem. I had too many passes. Oh, I no. had Hollywood, Universal, and Disneyland. And it was like close to the end of mm-hmm you know, that annual pass year um, for Disneyland and those. And then I moved down to Florida and I had Disney World and Universal here. And I was like, I had all the passes holding one to him. Like, man, I, I love feel so, that. I, I feel like this is like the height of luxury for me, like as a theme park person. I'm like, I have all the passes. That is so awesome. <laughs> but it was only for like a brief time before like the California ones expired and the, the Disney World ones. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> Now you just um, got to get the uh, the cross one that takes you to Disneyland and Disney World. Right. I I don't think they've done it since COVID, but I I would have loved to have had that one back. Oh, it's disappointing. Oh no. I know, right? Um, but okay. My um, one of my last questions is: okay. is you said you were musical theater background? Yes. Okay. okay, so I'm very curious about this answer for you. But if you were driving across country with a car full of kids and they wanted to listen to one Disney soundtrack on repeat, like kids do, okay, which Disney soundtrack would it be and why? And like, mm. not just a song, but like the whole soundtrack. The whole soundtrack? Yeah. So you're not limited to just like oh, man. One. <laughs> There's a couple that comes to mind. Lion King, for sure. I love Ooh. the Lion King. Mm-hmm. Um, Be Prepared is my favorite villain song. So I have to go Lion King. Okay, you're like the only other person I know that like appreciates that good. Like it's such a, like a hype song. It's and so it's like a, good. It's a slow build, and then the visuals. Oh my gosh, it's chills. beautiful. It's so good. Oh my god. And gosh. then if it's not Lion King, I would either go Little Mermaid because that's my favorite Disney princess is Ariel, um, or I would go Brother Bear. I love Brother Bear so so much. Um, I, I just love the story. I love the Native American lore. Um, and it's just so pretty. I love like the Northern Lights. So yeah, oh, Brother Bear. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah, I, I love the mooses in that part where they're like, oh, yep, I, yep. the I Spy game. <laughs> like, yes. just, I, I would love a whole spinoff show of just like them being so silly as they I, are. I keep pushing for the fact that they could change Grizzly River Rapids into like a Brother Bear inspired thing because you have the Bear Mountain already. Yes. Just do like some cool, I don't know, stuff inside the cave. Add some music as you're going down the waterfall. There you go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like just add a couple animatronics from the movie. Please, change the please. soundtrack. They would be the easiest crossover and still for be sure theming compared to like you know tower of terror to guardians of the galaxy that took a long time yeah whereas that would be so perfect i know it's right there and then across the way they have grizzly river run which the little which is pretty cool in that like kids play area the hand thing and tells yes you yes 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 your, your spirit guide or spirit animal is yeah that's pretty cool <laughs> I, I don't get a consistent answer, so I don't quite remember what <laughs> my spirit animal is. Right. Yeah, it's always different whenever you go. Right, right. Okay, and then my next question is, what is an unpopular Disney or Universal opinion you have? Okay. Because um, as a podcaster, I feel like, you know. Oh, I know. Yeah. We have a lot of opinions and hear a lot of opinions and see different things happening so it is it is quite a tough question does it just have to be disney parks or oh you said disney and universal um so i have the i don't know if it's unpopular but i have the opinion that 
Phantom Manor is by far the best haunted mansion um, at any Disney park. I love the storyline behind that. Um, and I also had the very unpopular opinion. I don't actually like Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm so sorry. <gasps> I know. I know. Oh, crazy. God. I use that. I literally use that as a map ride. Um, I love I loved Blue Bayou. I love like the beginning when you're just going through. Yes. It's so beautiful. And then after the uh, waterfall, I just take a nap. <laughs> I mean, I I see I see your side. It's just so relaxing. It's it just is so very nice. Relaxing, which I think is partially why people like it. You know, you're out of the elements. You can, like you said, relax and everything. But I mean, it's such a staple of Disney. I know. Parks. I know. So like. You know, if they got rid of it, as I, I've talked about on another episode, like if they got, I, I couldn't even fathom them getting rid of that Pirates of the Caribbean or Haunted Mansion. Um, but going back to Phantom Manor, have you done it in person? Like, at I have not. I, oh. I have a friend that we actually interviewed um, who worked at Disneyland Paris um, on our podcast. So oh. we got to like get into like all of the different attractions over there um, mm-hmm. for people who haven't been to Paris, which was really cool. But yeah, I need to I, listen to that because I want to go to Paris soon. I know. So. so you get to like hear all like the backstories of like a lot of the different attractions um, mm-hmm. because she got to be a lead there. Um, I know. It was so cool. But that's one thing. If I could go to any Disney park, I really want to go to Paris. Yes. Not Tokyo. Tokyo Disney Sea would be amazing, too. Yeah, I I have I've been fortunate enough to go there, and I haven't done Paris, but you would prefer Paris over Tokyo because usually the go to for theme park fans is Tokyo first. So it was like, huh? I think is it'd it just be because more... you. Oh, sorry. Mm. Go ahead. No, you're good. I think it'd be more reasonable with just price, but I mm. I really love Tokyo Disney Sea. the The giant volcano over there is so cool, and the Your ride inside the is the pretty cool. Yeah, I. And and they have a new uh new water show too, um that's really good. Yeah, the water show is interesting. Um, I went in twenty nineteen mm-hmm. and it was during like Fantasmic and Easter time, and I I do enjoy the water show. It's just so far away if you're not like right on the edge of oh interesting thing, yeah yeah which gets packed for sure. And like people that take these amazing videos of the show with the crazy like they have to have that crazy long lens because you know yes they're traveling and they're moving. You'll see the different floats mm-hmm. as the show's going on, but the fact that they um. It's it's just really far away, so it, it's a little bit harder than in comparison to like Fantasmic at Disney World, where it's the stadium seating. Yeah. You're still there's still a ton of room and there's distance, but you still can see what's going on. Um, but yeah, Tokyo Disney Sea is definitely a must do park for every Disney fan. I have to say, it is so good, and they just do things so well out there. But yeah, Paris though, that's that's my next one I really want to try and um I'll have to go listen to that episode for sure. <laughs> All right, what's um, next? The next question is Oh, this will be a fun one. Oh, awesome. Um what is your favorite cliché Disney shirt you love you see all the time but actually wouldn't mind wearing? My favorite cliché one um I have this isn't really cliche, but I think it's really cute that I own. Um, it's the ple- remain seated please, um, and then it's the uh, the the Spanish version of the Matterhorn uh, saying the Matterhorn. Yeah, and then I also have one that's oh, the, the remain seated please, and it's the monorail. Yeah, I have both. Oh, oh, that's cool that there's both. I didn't know yeah. that. So. Because so, it's so it's cool. I wanted to have one from both Disneyland and Disney World, so I have oh. two different shirts depending on where I'm at. So That's yeah, good. That's <laughs> good. Um, all right. And so you said you're friends with a lot of cast members. Um, if you could work any role at a Disney park, whether it was like something you have skills in or not, it doesn't matter. What role would it be and why? I would love to work entertainment. Ooh. I would love to be part of the shows or maybe like working on sets or props or something, getting it ready um, for a lot of people to enjoy. Another mm-hmm. thing that I was really interested for a long time was fairy tale weddings. I wanted to do wedding planning oh. for Disney world. 
um, and just set up these really amazing, you know, special moments for people. Uh, since it's like the biggest day of their life, you know, at the most magical place in the world. So I was like, that would be so, so special to do, you know, all the time. That would be like, like you said, people's most magical moments, like, and you know, they're spending a lot of money to be there and just making it just right. I think that would be a really, really fun job. Going back to working in entertainment, when you first said entertainment, I was thinking characters or friends with characters, but I think like you said, your musical theater background, would you prefer more characters or would you prefer more like the tech side or like the directing side, uh, show lighting kind of thing? Because there's so many different avenues within Fantasmic. Right. Um, I, I am really interested in the show aspect. I would love just to perform all the time in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like the, you know, the design that goes into like all the projections and stuff like that to make oh. these really impressive, like stage shows, um, especially mm-hmm. happily ever after. So thankful that they're bringing that back. Yes, um, yes. just what they're able to do on the castle is just insane. I was just at Disneyland. I, I told your girlfriend yesterday and I saw Wondrous during the first time I watched it was during the week and there was no fireworks and mm-hmm. it was still so good. And with the projections and then even on the castle and even down main street, like yeah, yeah, yeah. timing beautifully with the music, like you don't even need fireworks. It's that good of a show. So that would be really fun to design the show with the lighting and the fireworks and the timing and projections. Oh, you should Baymax go into that. <laughs> Baymax is a cool <laughs> aspect that they brought into that show. I I really like seeing him fly across. I know. We need more of him. And it was like a, almost like a little teaser going into um, the San Francisco area that's going to happen at California Adventure across the way. So, so excited. That'll be so good. Oh, okay. Here's one I like to ask too. What attraction would you be devastated if it got demolished during your lifetime? Updates and improvements are acceptable though. Hmm. <laughs> Thunder Mountain I would be very sad about. <gasps> oh no. I love Thunder. I it's it's like a staple for me. I have to go on it every time I'm there. Um either that or I have to say Space Mountain. I love our Space Mountain in Disneyland. I love the the music that they play in there. Um, I do wish it was hyperspace. I really like the hyperspace mountain overlay. It's Me really too. fun. Um, but if I can't have it, then I'm I'm just glad that it exists. Were you guys able to do Space Mountain yesterday when you guys went to the parks? We did. Um, it was it was so rainy though. Um, it's been like raining nonstop like the past couple of weeks. So it's been very, very cold, as I'm sure you know, because you just got back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I went from freezing cold to hailing while we was in the Spider-Man queue to two days later at uh, Flower and Garden Festival, sweating my butt off. And then a day later, I got (laughs) sick. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, luckily, it was just like a little sniffles. But I I truly believe it was like the drastic climate change from deep freezer to hot sauna within such a short period of time. My body was like, no, we don't not like this. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, it was and cold there and whatnot it's it's getting better it's like 60 right now so it's the highest it's been in like a month which is great (laughs) but still not what i prefer but it's nice where's the sunny california like it's so weird it's never like this i don't understand Mm -mm. and it's march too at the time of the recording so like i know it shouldn't be here yeah it's usually like 85 degrees at this point I know. Ridiculous, ridiculous. But <laughs> um, so it would be Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain. Um, and I, which do you like better, Big Thunder at Disneyland or Big Thunder at Disney World? Because they're slightly different. I think Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I, I like the, uh, I don't know, it feels smoother. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, it's really cool to see Galaxy's Edge behind it, um, yes, especially. Yeah. At night, you can see Galaxy's Edge all lit up, but you can also see the fireworks from Fantasmic on Big Thunder Mountain. So that's also really cool to see. Oh, um, get the timing just right. Yeah, or if you're if you're like next to the time of when they're doing the castle stuff, you can see the the fireworks go right over the top of the the Thunder Mountain Butte. So you're literally going under the fireworks. Which is oh, really that's cool. cool. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's wild. 
Erica Heiler, thank you so much for answering all of those questions. Of course. Wonderful answers. Um, but now I'll let you take it away and share your most magical moments and right. doing celebrity plotting. Yeah, no. Um, so I have a couple stories. Um, it's really cool. I know it's it's so wild to me that people are like, Oh, I want to go to the parks, I wonder who I'm gonna see. And I always have to tell people that it's not that common that you'll see you know celebrities or famous people at the parks because there's so many people there all the time um that it's very extremely rare um but i have a couple moments that have like really stuck out to me um and just made a really cool impact on my life uh that i thought i'd bring on here so one of them this was actually one of my first and probably my my favorite moments of all time this was all the way back when they were doing star wars weekends over at Hollywood mm. Studios, like way back in the day. Back in the day, um, like 2012 yeah. kind of era. Dude, Whoa. I miss it so much. I, I would go there every year, um, specifically for Star Wars weekends, and they would always have the park like sanctioned off. So half of the park was like the, the good guys and half the park was the bad guys. Um, what? Yeah, I've it was never really been cool. to it. I've only seen videos and I love specifically from videos and pictures donald and goofy yes. and mickey in yes. there like you know goofy's darth vader but he's got his boxer hearts on it's kind so of thing. funny donald's a stormtrooper like i think that's absolutely hilarious it's adorable it, what they did with it was so so cool for the brand um kind of ushering the way for you know disney to take over star wars entirely um mm-hmm. and create all these other you know really cool things like the mandalorian later on mm-hmm. um but one year they do these like really big seminars um, at well they did at Star Wars weekends um, and they would always have like really cool like special talk shows with like the the the, uh, the people who worked on the movies um, or like the the cast from different ones and stuff like that um, and one year I was there and they had all the Clone Wars people there so Ashley Eckstein was there um, the guy who played Darth Maul Sam Witwer was there um and some other people <laughs> darth maul's my favorite yeah <laughs> no so I, cool. I met him um if, i actually got to meet me, him what's his remind he, me his name is ray park okay yes because he does his own stunts right yeah and, like, he does yeah. does the super cool pew, 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 like sorry i <laughs> no you're he's good my favorite star wars villain <laughs> no he's amazing same here same here i totally agree um this isn't that story but i actually got to meet ray park um with Darth Maul. So it was literally the character performer and the actual actor um in one what? photo session, which was really, really cool. That's like so so cool. First off, just getting a picture with Darth Maul is like yeah. the only time I've really seen him, which I, I again I've never been to Star Wars Weekends. Um I I never knew um I've only seen Darth Maul in the kid show. Right. And then after some time, it switched from Darth Maul and Darth Vader to Darth Vader and Kylo Ren. And mm-hmm. so he wasn't around as much. But the, fa- the fact that you got a picture with Darth Maul and then the actors that played the real Darth Maul, I'd be geeking out. I wouldn't know what to say. What was I was losing reaction? my mind, man. It was crazy. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're my icon. I don't know what to say. Um, like, so that, yeah. Look. <laughs> No, it was cool. And he, like, taught us, like, really cool, like, fighting poses that he, like, learned from martial arts. Um, and we got to, like, do it with him. It was pretty cool. Oh, my um, gosh. <laughs> it was crazy. But uh, so we were going to go to this special, uh, you know, meet and greet with all these characters or with all these uh, cast members and all the cast from the Star Wars movies and stuff like that. And we were like, OK, before we go over there, we're going to go on Star Tours. Because it was like right next to the studio where they were doing the, the talk show or whatever. So we're like, okay, yeah, let's do it. So we go into the Star Tours pod. And the cast member that's like buckling everyone in, um, she's like, okay, all right, everyone buckle up. She's doing all the safety checks. And then she just leaves. And no one comes back to start the ride. And we were like, oh. what is going on? Because we should be going right now. Right. And we can't leave even if we wanted to. So, uh... <laughs> yeah. So we were stuck in there. And all of a sudden, the Star Wars music started blaring in the in the Star Tours ride from the movies. And guess who walks in? Who? Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Mark oh! Hamill walked into the Star Tours spaceship. 
and everyone was freaking out everyone was screaming oh my god thank you so much it was so crazy <laughs> to see mark hamill there and he ignited a lightsaber like Stop. right in front of us and he like took over as the star tours like person working the ride it was so cool it was awesome oh i would have gotten massive goosebumps like yeah, it was really cool like i would like just i'm picturing you being on the ride and just kind of like twiddling your thumbs like okay and then just hearing because you've obviously been on the ride oh yeah before at this point so you're like this is not normal this is you're weird so- what's going on here yeah. only the like reveal it was you know the character of luke skywalker it was really cool <laughs> That is so cool. So not only Darth Maul or Ashley Eckstein, but Mark Hamill, who is yeah. Luke Skywalker. Who those that don't know why we're freaking out so much. He's like <laughs> literally Luke Skywalker. Oh my gosh. That As your so Star cool. Tours pilot, yeah. And so he he did he ride it with you guys or Um I don't he just kind of like so he just took over as like the the person that was like controlling the ride. Yeah, I um, but he was out there when we got off the ride, like greeting guests and stuff like that but it was really cool just to like experience something like that um, um because that's the, my dream timing was perfect Liter- he probably didn't do it that long yeah i highly doubt it because he was he literally did that and then ran over to go and do the uh the big like star wars interviews um with wow. everyone so that was really cool oh um, incredible yeah and then a lot of the other ones i have are from disneyland so we're going to actually go over to Disney's California Adventure for the next part of this. Um, and the next one actually takes two actually takes place at Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Uh-huh. So the the most recent one, me and my friends had gone, you know, all day to the parks and it was getting closer to the end of the day. Everything was kind of dying down and we're sitting inside the gantry lift. And no one's loading us. Again, it was really, really weird. Um, For those that don't know the gantry lift, um, so Guardians of the Galaxy used to be Tower of Terror. Gantry lift was just basically the elevator shaft, but they got to make it, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy lingo. So those that don't know gantry lift, that's what it is. So Yeah, it's just (laughs) the Tower of Terror shaft. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And there was a plaid that had come up and was talking to the cast member to, like, get the ride started. And oh. it was really weird because this this specific uh, ride, there was no one in the, the queue, or not the queue, but, like, the, the sitting area of the actual attraction, right. except for, like, me and, like, a couple other people. Yeah. And, and this guy and these two, like, bigger dudes, I don't know if they were, like, bodyguards or what, but they run to the back of the, the like, the gantry lift. So I turn around because I'm kind of curious. Guess who it was? It was none other than Jordan Fisher. Oh my gosh. And who is Jordan Fisher for he the people is, that don't know? So Jordan Fisher is the guy who wrote uh, the music for Happily Ever After. Um, and he's been a lot of different, you know, Disney productions um, and stuff like that. He recently did the, the music for Magic Happens, if you guys didn't know. Um, but he's a very, very big Disney creator. Um, and I was yeah. like, oh, my God, this is so cool because I, I love Jordan Fisher. So the fact that I got to ride Guardians of the Galaxy with him was really, really cool. That is so cool. And you said he wrote the music. I, I knew he yeah. sang the mm-hmm. song. I didn't know he wrote the music, too. Yeah, he worked on the music um, for Happily Ever After. Um, and then he was the lead performer on that wow song so yeah it was really cool so cool so you got to ride it with him did you get to like chat afterwards did he like shoot you a smile or he He, he seems like a very super oh he's so nice um i didn't really get to talk to him because he was kind of like rushing around but he did he did acknowledge the fact that i did know who he was he was like thank you for the support and i was like yeah of course um but that was yeah it was really cool and then a couple of years before that, this was when Spider-Man No Way Home, or no, Spider-Man Far From Home was coming out. So they had a very big press day. Um, and of course, I was just at the parks, had no idea that anything was going on. So I got, again, off the ride, and I walk out uh, to go to the bathroom. Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, perfect, perfect. So I get off Guardians of the Galaxy, and there's like a bathroom right next to the attraction. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to go real fast, and then we'll just continue the day. 
So I come out of the bathroom and literally right in front of me was Tom Holland, Zendaya, Ned, and then the guy who plays Flash Thompson. Uh, and I think Jake Gyllenhaal was also there. So the entire cast was just kind of hanging out and like talking. Um, and they had just finished the photo sessions with some people. So literally the whole cast was just right there. So I just walked right out, got to talk to them for a little bit. It was just so cool to see all of them at the same place. Oh, literliterally, he was still in his Spider-Man costume. So I was yeah, like, oh my God, this is crazy. I remember seeing videos on social media of that day because, you know, Spider-Man comes out to do his usual meet and greets around right. that, that exact spot at the Hollywood. Yeah, it was literally area. right there. Yeah. Yeah. And so and then I, I, I don't know who he did it for, but he, you know, took off his mask and revealed that it was actually the actor. not Yeah. That, that's just friends with Spider-Man. So that was so cool. So you caught that right after the I, fact. Literally, I, I caught it right after. Um, so I got to have a conversation with Tom Holland um, about the upcoming movie. Um, and he was like, just just wait. There's some really cool stuff that's coming. Um, and he hinted at, obviously, uh, the fact that the other Spider-Men were also going to be in the next movie. Um, so that was really cool that he was already in talks with that. So, Whoa. yeah, it was a it was a really cool moment. I have never I don't think had a cooler experience with a, a celebrity than the actual Spider-Man. So that was cool. Right, right. And again, he seems so nice, too. So, oh, yeah, he's so, so he, and, and it's interesting because like I I've always been the person that's been like scared to talk to celebrities or whatever. I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to get in the way, but they're when you like actually like sit down and have conversations with these people, they are so incredibly sweet and they will love like nothing more than to actually talk to the people that, you know, oh, yeah. care about them. So it's cool. Yes. I, I feel like you've run into all the nice ones because I, I have heard yeah. some stories from not so nice uh, ones. I have one story that's not great. Ooh, um <laughs> I mean, if you want to share that one, too, I think that would be pretty fun. Yeah, this <laughs> but one. Then, do you have one more good one so that we can end on a good note? I do. I have one. Okay, I have one story that um, has stayed with me for literally like almost two years. Oh. Um, yeah. Right, so this... we'll do the bad one first. And then we'll do the, the bad nice one? one. Okay. okay we'll so the a, bad we'll one. On a good note. Yeah. <laughs> the bad one actually takes place at the candlelight visual. Uh, during Christmas time, when they have all of the you know celebrities come out and they you know share music and gospel of the Christmas season, um, and it's a lot of really cool people that you know are always there doing that kind of stuff. They get big names. I know it. Very World, yeah. Neil Patrick Harris comes almost all the time. Yeah, and I love love him. I've I've seen him from a distance, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love him. He seems really really cool. I I've never been able to meet him, but he seems like a really standout kind of guy. I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, but this year it was none other than Chris Pratt. <gasps> yes, Mr. Star Lord himself. He wasn't nice. Okay. Well, I okay. I I kind of feel like in the seat. I feel like it was kind of my fault, but at the same time, I'll I'll just I'll let you be the judge. Okay. 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 Tell the story. (laughs) So he had finished his set, um, and he was coming down the stairs to like greet guests and talk to them as like they were leaving the park. Mm -hmm. And I walked up to Chris Pratt, and he's standing there talking to people, and I was like, I. I feel so bad now that I think about it, but I walk up to him and I'm like, how could you do this? You let the entire galaxy die. You're the reason like infinity war happened. And I was kind of, I was joking with him. Oh. Um, Cause he was the one that, you know, hit Thanos and then everything went wrong um, yeah, in the movie. And, and then everyone and- gets dusted. He didn't like that too much. Um, he got the entire security team to literally escort me out of the park. Um, so I got taken out of Disneyland. Nothing really happened. They just were like, you, you have to leave. I was like, okay, that's fine. Just walked over to DCA and just stayed there the rest of the day. (laughs) Right. Right. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, 
it, I I know your intention was a joke, but maybe he, Chris Pratt yeah, did not I don't see blame it that him. way. I don't blame him. It's fine. But oh, yeah, it gosh. was funny. He, ex- he probably wasn't expect to be uh, heckled after a Christmas read. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, probably wasn't the best timing, but I was like, it, the movie had just come out and I was like. Oh, it was still fresh. You know, it, it was still really. Hurt. Yeah, it still hurt. It was and like we were- within a couple months. So I was like, you know, I need I need to ask him. I have to get this off my chest. You know, I cried in the movie theater. You deserve this. But, uh, oh, yeah, it's fine. And, but and it was, this was, it was that cool. whole year we had to wait for Endgame Literally, to come out yeah. to see everybody come, come back, back yeah. and be okay. And, well, not everybody. You know what? He he did get his, his justice because he did lose original Gamora. So, yeah. I mean, I guess he kind of got what he did. <laughs> Karma came back to him Karma. in a horrible way. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, oh that my. was that was the only real negative experience that I've had with the celebrity. Um, so I guess it really isn't that negative at all. But yeah. not the outcome I hoped for. Misunderstanding. Hey, if if you were to, if somehow Chris Pratt actually listened <laughs> to this episode, what would you want to tell him? I am excited for Guardians Three. I'm sorry that I heckled you. <laughs> I hope you are continuing to do amazing things with marvel and your career is going well so congratulations um and uh thanos was right no i'm just kidding no 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 (laughs) security yeah (laughs) um but yeah that was really the only bad experience that i've had with anyone um the last one just misunderstanding till till you it was just a misunderstanding till you meet him next time (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah hopefully not <laughs> maybe you could like pre-write a note and if he's scheduled to come back for the christmas event you just like, <laughs> here i'm sorry run I'm away sorry. <laughs> like this happened x amount of years ago i'm really you probably sorry. have no idea but still <laughs> um my last one yes i it was during actually i'll i'll this one's really quick i'll just put this in um so we were talking me and my friend were talking at matterhorn about our favorite shows growing up and we were talking about once upon a time because i was a very big once upon a time fan at the time um and he was like yo what what's your favorite character from that show and i was like oh it's captain hook and the evil queen i love lana paria as the evil queen um and literally i'm not even kidding literally right at the exact moment she turned around and she was like yes my darling and i was like the queen herself oh my god Her, um, her acting for those that haven't seen the show she is the perfect evil queen jennifer goodwin as well perfect snow white literally like, across the board is perfect but she just gives those chills where you just kind of love to hate her kind of thing i love her so much she's so good and oh she seems honestly like from a lot of people that i've known that have run into her or met her at like conventions or at the parks like they've said she's so nice literally no and she is one of the most nice people i have ever met genuinely oh. um she really plays into the evil queen as her actual life which is interesting like oh. when you bring it up she literally she plays so hard into it like if you love that show she connects to the people really really well so that's pretty cool um but that was that's pretty much it for her um my last story though i i'm so sad i did not get to go to star wars celebration because the tickets are so expensive every year but every year they have all these like really big star wars celebrities again come down to disneyland um, and they hold a really big Star Wars, kind of like Comic-Con, right, um, for those right. of you who haven't been. Yeah. So we we found out that Hayden Christensen was at Disney's California Adventure. Um, and we were like, you know, there's no chance. We're not going to see him. It's cool that he's around, but there's no way. There's so many people here. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> um, literally within five minutes of getting into the park, I had gone over to get a monster because i was like it's the beginning of the day i'm really really tired i need to wake up so i'm standing there and i'm talking to the cashier and this really tall guy actually no he's shorter than i am but i could tell by the physique this dude comes over and he's like literally within two feet of me and i slowly turn my head and standing right next to me is darth vader hayden christensen um from the prequels and i lost it 
I was freaking out and I literally, I didn't know what to say. I started hyperventilating and I was like on the verge of tears and he looks at me, realizes he knows who I, or no, realizes that I know who he is. And yeah. the only thing that I could come up with was screaming his name in his face. I literally was, the only thing I said was, Hayden! Oh! I screamed his name and he was like, yeah, that's me. Um, and right as I said his name, a bunch of fanboys like ran up and was like, oh no, trying to get in the way. Cover. I know, I felt so bad. So I ran over to Armida and my friend that was visiting and I was like, oh, oh, oh my God, Hayden's here, Hayden's here. Um, so we ran back over and we got a... I got a video of Hayden Christensen, uh, like talking to guests and greeting them, um, as he was leaving the park to head over to Star Wars Celebration. So that was really cool to see one of my favorite characters of all time, literally at the same place. So that was really, really cool. That is so cool. Oh my goodness. And you said, you know, did, was this the one that changed your life for yeah this this really meant like this this whole thing like meant a lot to me because it wasn't like a huge interaction Mm -hmm. it's just the fact that i got to see like this person that i had grown up with my entire life like you know that i've loved for so many years just there he didn't even have to do anything it was just the fact that I, i got to experience that so that was really special to me Yes, you were in his bubble. Like yeah, <laughs> literally, it was cool. Feet away, that would have been you know during COVID times, that would have been against COVID rules. So you I know in his bubble. Yeah. Ah, that's so wonderful. Oh my goodness! And you look looked up to him and loved his character, and you're yeah. very similar to his character. So so it was it was kind of like a full circle moment to be like, wow, I connect to this person in so many ways, only to actually be able to meet them, which was really kind of like an eye opening moment, even though it wasn't like a very big thing. It was cool. It was like just enough to. Yeah, it was all I needed. I'm good. I will die happy now. That's fine. That's it. Oh my goodness. And note for anybody else if you see your favorite celebrity, do not scream their name because then yeah. you'll lose the interaction. Yeah, no, don't do that. Not a great move on my part, but you know, it's it worked. Mm-hmm. It was something. Um <laughs> But yeah, that's really all of my celebrity interactions um, that I have. It's not too many, but it's still a pretty good amount for being, you know, someone who frequently goes to the parks. Um, I see Tony Baxter a lot, too. Tony Baxter is always around, walking around. You see Bob Iger sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, But Josh tomorrow when he was the Disneyland. um, Yeah, Josh is always around, too. Um, Always. around, And he's very, very nice. I've met him myself a couple of times. Oh my god, I totally forgot. I also met uh, Todrick Hall at the opening of uh, Magic Happens. Yes, and that was the yes. reason why I was just in Disneyland. So yeah, uh, tell makes us sense. Yeah, I all right, your very very last one. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot <laughs> about that. Um, yeah, I was there for the preview day um, when it came out a couple of years ago. It was only it, the the parade was only here for like a week uh, yeah, before they shut it down. And- yeah, before COVID shut it down, it was brand new, two weeks old, and most of those days it was rainy, and like I was there opening a weekend too. Oh, wild, like, okay. Yeah, I loved, I mean, my girl Aurora, I had to see her color changing dress in person, and thank God I did, because then the world shut down. I'm like, oh, thank God I did that trip. <laughs> it's it, it, it literally, the floats in that parade are so incredible. Beautiful. the costumes are beautiful just the the music alone is enough to make you want to go back and like see it multiple times oh definitely um, for sure but so yeah I, there was like the media preview um and since i was a pass holder at the time i i went um to check it out so we walk in and this the whole front of main street was basically blocked off um for like celebrities and people who worked at the parks and stuff like that um, so I got to see, uh, everyone who worked on the show of magic happens. They were all there. All the Imagineers were working that parade. Um, so they got to see it like fully done and Todrick Hall was also there. So I got to talk to him a little bit, um, just congratulate him on the fact that it was now open and he was really, yeah. really excited about it. Super nice. Aww. Uh, when I met him and then Jordan Fisher was also there and I saw him dancing to the parade. Um, and he was also crying with his fiance at the time. Um, so that was really cool to see. 
And then I also got to meet one of my good friends now, uh, Francis Dominic, who I oh. hang out with a lot. Um, he's a very big Disney creator. Uh, same with Jeremy the T. I'm sure you know who he is. Oh, yes. I've interviewed him um, actually two years ago on the show. Oh, and awesome. Yeah, I love and adore him. He is such a fan or just a, such a fun creator. And the content he creates is so wonderful. Yeah, I've been I've been friends with Jeremy for about three years now. Um, awesome. So many fun stories with him. But that was really my first moment of, you know, being able to meet these really really cool people um and yeah i i i just now i didn't fall in love with the parade till now actually um i just recently understood the hype behind it and now it's one of my favorite parades so i yeah i know it so for some people it's like oh i saw magic happens like the first day and now it's like my favorite parade forever (gasps) i was a diehard paint the night fan oh yeah so that's a pretty great parade yeah so i was like y'all have to bring it for this one Mm -hmm. um but no i genuinely really love magic happens now um but it was cool to be there like literally the first week of it coming out and now that it's back it's i'm really happy that disneyland is actually full of life again you have the magic happens and rainy but it's full of life (laughs) oh yeah yeah it's great Skyler, thank you so much for sharing all of those moments. And we'll have you on again, and I'll be on your show very soon. But if you want to say any closing thoughts and where we can follow along your adventures, if you want to share that now, and also everything will be yeah, on the for sure. For um, you guys can follow me um on TikTok. I have a TikTok account. Um, it's Skyler underscore Gifford. Um, I post a lot of Disney content on there, um, some podcast stuff as well, but I, I love just being in theme parks. So I'm always constantly posting whenever I, you know, get the drive to do so. Um, and then obviously I also have a Disney podcast called dream of fantastic dream, which I am so excited for you to be on tonight. That'll be so much fun. Um, where we do a lot of park stuff. We do a lot of interviews, cast interviews, Uh, from people who worked at the parks Um, and we do a lot of games and like creating because our our whole thing is like dream a fantastic dream we we love blue skying that's one of our favorite things to do on the show because i love just all of the new stuff that disney creates um and i i love to do that as well i love creating my own kind of stuff so that's what we do over there but it's fun i I really enjoy it it's coming up on the three-year mark um and the amount of memories I've made from that is is just really, really special. So, yeah, that's Wonderful. about it. Well, if you guys like this show, you'll definitely like Dream a Fantastic Dream. Again, all of those notes will, or all of those links will be down in the show to make it super easy for you guys to find. But, Skylar, I want to thank you again for coming on the show. I really No, thank it. you. I, I love this. I, I really loved hanging out with you um, and just talking Disney. I love talking about parks and and memories with people who love the same kind of thing that I do. 